Go with me, put on the screen Jeremiah chapter number 2, verse. Let's go to verse 13. Are you guys with me? Say with me, fresh oil. Say it again, say fresh oil. I want us to just quickly get into the words and then uh, we're going to pray for, for everyone as it is anointing service. But I want to give a, I want to give a short word tonight, a, uh, just a short word of what I believe is from the Spirit of God and um, which we are just going to be ministering quickly. But it is just, it's not something that I've prepared or anything like that. It is um, just what I believe what um, what God is saying and uh, we're still a bit with jet lag so um, that's why I don't want to be too long to well we'll be finished on time tonight um, but we want to pray for everyone I want the anointing to come in to as we pray for each person those that want to be prayed for as an anointing service uh, for you to receive a fresh infilling say with you fresh you know, there's a difference between fresh and new. Um, I'm going to say it again. There's a difference between fresh and new. Uh, we were visiting a church in the beginning of the United States, uh, which, was at, um, which was with Pastor Rodney Howard Brown. And he has a message which, um, which he preaches always that touched me. And he says, uh, you know, that um, and this is always stood out for me. He says a minister can be fresh, or they can be new. You can be sixty years old, you can be seventy years old, and the anointing can be fresh on you. You can be twenty years old or thirty years old. You can be new but not fresh. So there's a lot of churches that that are new, but they're not carrying a fresh anointing. They are not carrying a fresh oil. As I said, we uh, we visited we visited um, quite quite a few churches in the United States. We went quite around. We visited a lot of people, people and I can maybe count on two or three fingers um, the churches that I feel is really uh, where the Spirit of God is upon. You know, man. Um, no, let me not say that the Spirit of God is not on uh, on others. I just believe that many have created what we call a new system and not a fresh system. You know, King David wanted to carry the ark of God into Jerusalem on a new cart. Yet it was ordained to be carried on the shoulders of holy priests. But he put the ark on a new cart, meaning he created new systems or new things that were never ordained to carry the anointing. Are, are you guys with me? And uh, so sometimes things can look great, especially, you know, um, what I realized is also, you can have sometimes ministers who have a lot of viewers. And, uh, and it is not the same in person. Or well, you can get there, it's not the same in person. As I said, we visited some churches and uh, with a pure intention to visit this time, not to, not to preach or anything like that. 
to visit from small to, to large churches or seemingly large churches that would look large on, on, on TV, but it's not really large churches. I'm not speaking of the conference we preached at or the conference we attended at, um, which was, I think, at the beginning with Pastor Rodney, or the conference we, att- we, we preached at, which was recently. In between, even my team went to, um, that was part of it, went to some churches and they're like, Leon, we, we got to there. Um, and it's like it looked big on live stream or it looked amazing. Then you get there and it's like person doesn't, people don't even want to greet you. Um, uh, 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 you turn, your, turn their back on them and I'm thinking, you know, or it is preaching. It is not, it is new preaching, but it is not fresh preaching. Fresh means, as I said, you can be 70 years old and the oil can be on you fresh. The oil can be on you. And you know, a lot of people try to do new things. In fact, let me read a verse here. Jeremiah chapter number 2 verse 13. And this is where I want to get onto. Um, For my people have committed themselves to evils. I've committed to evils. They have forsaken me the fountain of living waters and hewed them out cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. He says, they have created and designed for themselves cisterns that can hold no water, but they have forsaken fountains of living water. Are you guys with me? So you would see here in Scripture that that. People created a system, a system like a CIST, as you can see there, which was usually a hole dug in the ground, but it was created with, with uh, it was a man-made system. Sometimes it would be made out of clay and then it would break and it cannot hold the water. Or there would be a fountain that is coming out, which was created naturally by God and it would be able to carry water. And the Lord is saying, listen, there are systems that man creates that cannot hold my presence. It doesn't matter what they are putting in. It doesn't matter what they are putting in place. It cannot hold the presence of God. It's like King David trying to put the ark of the covenant, the ark of God on a new cart. Going into Jerusalem, and when the presence was on a new court, it was a system that was designed to quickly carry the presence in. But it doesn't carry the presence. It was not designed by God, like the shoulders of holy priests, to carry the anointing. Are you, are you guys with me? You know, and coming from, from the United States, you see revival all over there where the Spirit of God is poured out. In, uh, in great measures. I mean, South Africa cannot even, as I said this morning, cannot even begin to touch on, on, uh, on South Africa cannot touch on what the United States have in terms of revival being poured out. People gathering. I mean, you would see now a spirit of God moving everywhere. I mean, we, were, we, were, we saw great moves of God in, in a lot of places, but you will see masses of people You'll see people that are open. And it is almost like the United States is always a forerunner of what South Africa is or what other nations is going in. God would always use the United States in certain things just because they were a superpower. 
And, uh, you know, um, commercially or uh, on, on, on airwaves, uh, they would be able to reach the whole world where other nations might not be able to. So God would use them in, a certain, in certain areas where it is usually new waves or new movements of God coming in. So, you know, when we were there, we were shocked and surprised also by just people being open. It was demonic in liberal cities where we were, but it's, it's like people are open to God everywhere. And you can see, but wait, this is a movement of God that South Africa hasn't seen. As I said this morning, you know, uh, the ministers in the United States, one thing that I've seen is just their, their lack of competition in a good way. They're not competing. There's not a jealousy. Or then I'm just saying that's just what I've seen and what I've experienced. I'm not saying that is how it is. And then I'm thinking of South Africa and I'm like, oh my gosh, we have a lot of, a lot of places to go, or a lot of, uh, still a lot of ground to cover. This person is fighting that one. This one is gossiping about that one. This one is saying, this one is trying to compete with this one in ministry. In the church, these some are fighting one another. Churches are always splitting, always dividing, always gossiping, always, uh, or just never growing. They reach a certain lid and they cannot get beyond that. Are you guys with me? And I'm speaking of the majority. Obviously, there is a, there is a, um, there is a hand few or a minority that is still, um, that is still uh, obviously breaking through on that. And God is uh, working with us even as a church and is, um, and is uh, uh, you know, we're still growing and we're not at all saying we are the best. We'll never say that. In fact, we recognize so many churches in this nation that God is using. Um, and we just one of them or being by the grace of God. But I want to always just, uh, how can I say it? Amplify or exaggerate that we should stay fresh. Fresh doesn't mean new revelation. It is fresh revelation. When Samson picked up the jawbone of a donkey. You know, uh, he picked up a jawbone of a donkey. He slew a thousand people with a fresh, in fact, the Bible says a fresh jawbone of a donkey. Fresh. You know, we sow as a church all the time. We, uh, we, um, we sow into projects. We went to the States to sow into a big building project. And we took uh, finances of the church, of us personally, and uh, we sowed it there. Why? Because we need to reap. Uh, trust me, we need to reap where others are reaping. And, uh, uh, and I believe in that. I also believe in, in sowing where I believe God is upon a person. I really believe that. And we sowed a, a big amount as a church. Um, uh, obviously, I... You know, because of all our heretic hunters, we're not allowed, can't say the amounts on here. Uh, we can gladly say it privately, but we don't say that stuff on here. Um, but I believe in the law. So we cannot preach to you sowing and reaping if we don't do it. But we saw, we saw, um, we saw a great building project and, uh, and we sowed into it, uh, you know, um, not a small seed, uh, a large seed. Uh, because it's dollars, it's not rands. 
And, um, you know, uh, this was with, this was with River Church in the United States with Pastor Rodney and them, and they building, when I, huge buildings. And uh, when we were there, we were stirred to say, we need to sow into this project because of what God, I, I, just, I just need to reap of that. And, um, you know, the first night you're like, ah, you don't want to give because the preaching is uh, so good. You want to give every cent that you have. So luckily in the States, it's very difficult to give um, large amount. We can, for us as South Africans, I'm like, yeah, I want to give, but these, you know, these payment avenues are not, are not easy. So uh, we pledged a, uh, an amount and, I, and I'm like, I'll, I'll do it later. And then, you know, the second I is like, ah, you know, uh, you, listen, the anointing will always push you to give. And I'm like, uh, third night, uh, we said, okay, let's, let's, just, uh, let's just do this thing. But um, it is because, look, you can work hard for something or you can, or you can, um, or you can work according to the law of the Spirit of sowing and reaping, giving and receiving. And uh, we've seen it in our ministry. Whenever we give, God would open up the floodgates of heaven. Maybe you don't believe in sowing. That is, that is okay. Or maybe you cringe and you think, but you know, I tithed into this church. How dare they give our money away? That is how it works in the kingdom. Okay. And uh, that is how it works. So there is a way to receive fresh oil. Fresh oil. And the scripture says, Jeremiah 2 verse 13, you have hewn for yourself cisterns that cannot hold water. And you have forsaken my fountain of living water. King David carrying the ark of God on a new cart. And the moment he touched the threshing floor, the ark stumbled. And Uzzah tried to catch the ark from falling. And the moment he touched the ark, he died, obviously, because he was not anointed to carry that presence. But the thing is, the ark on the new cart touched the moment it reached the threshing floor, the place of testing. When we create systems without, uh, without, um, without a fresh presence, it will cause the presence of God in our lives to stumble. Are, are you guys with me? Or it will cause something to fall over. Where God has not, where God has ordained the priests or the shoulders of holy priests to carry the presence. Or He has ordained fountains of living water to come out. Say with you, fresh oil. Uh, let's go to, let's go to, um, let's go to Ecclesiastics. 10 verse 1. Ecclesiastics 10 verse 1. Dead flies putrefy. Say with me, putrefy. The perfumer's ointment and causes it to give off a foul odor. It's speaking of the anointing here. It's saying dead flies, demons, putrefy the perfumer's ointment. There's something that can cause, and dead flies speak of religion, it speaks of the demonic, it speaks of things that I allow to come into my life, speaking of old systems. 
it putrefies. It causes the anointing or the oil upon your life to become putrid, to become so disgusting to the smell, to the taste, that you want to feel like you want to vomit. Are you guys with me? So he says, dead fly putrefy the perfumous ointment and causes it to give off a foul odor. Psalm 92, go through to Psalm 92 verse 10. Psalm 92 verse 10. I want to welcome those online that are watching uh, from all over. You can share the broadcast, tag somebody we're speaking about fresh oil. Say with you, I need fresh oil. Say fresh oil. Listen to this, Psalm 92 verse, oh, let me, let me see. In fact, I want to see from where, maybe not from verse 10. Let me see from where to read. Mm-hmm. Let's go from verse 10, yeah. Fresh oil. As I said, Samson picked up the jawbone of a donkey. A fresh, in fact, the Bible says he picked up a fresh jawbone and he slew a thousand Philistines. Fresh revelation, fresh oil has the ability to bring victory in your life. Not new. Say with him, not new. It's fresh. A lot of seeker sensitive churches that doesn't allow the movement of the Holy Ghost. You know, they will create a new system to carefully orchestrate every discipleship or everything that is right. And we do it here. We do discipleship. We, uh, we uh, run deliverance. We run, uh, do salvations. We take people through discipleship. We run cell groups. But they want to create a new system without the presence. And the moment the anointing of the Holy Spirit enters the place or which they perceive or they think they have the anointing and they perceive it to be the anointing, but it is not. Or the moment the power of God comes in outside of what they expect the power of God to be, they stop it and put a hold on it. To be fresh, King David said, listen to this in Psalm 92 verse 10. He says, my horn shall thou exalt like the horn of, let me read out of the New King James. He says, my horn you have exalted like a wild ox. Speaking of promotion, he says, you have put promotion upon my life because I have been anointed with fresh oil. He said, I have promotion upon my life because fresh oil came and rested upon me. My eyes also have seen my desire on my enemies. He said, because of the fresh oil upon my life, I've seen the desire, my desire, my en- I've seen my enemies fall. My ears hear my desire on the wicked to rise up against me. He said, my eyes have seen the destruction of my enemies. My ears have heard the destruction and the fall of those who rose up against me. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. So if you like a palm tree, he says, the righteous shall flourish. So with the fresh oil. Listen, there is a condition to these righteous who will flourish. Number one, it is people or believers who carries fresh oil. Not new. Are you guys with me? And I want to really uh, uh, exaggerate this point because, because 
you know, you can be, let's say, we've been running church now for a few years or preach every Sunday and you have to think or you get to the temptation of thinking the whole time that I need to bring something new. Uh, let me bring a new message. Let me bring a new revelation where all God is looking for is fresh. The anointing operates in an idea of being fresh. Are you guys with me? When you carry the fresh oil upon your life, any word you speak, it can be a revelation of 20 years ago, but it is fresh. Mm. New is not fresh and fresh is not new. New and old is one thing, but fresh means I can speak, I can sing a song that was sung 20 years ago, but I sing it with a fresh connection. And the anointing, it carries the anointing. Then I can write something new and it carries no oil on it. It is the oil that destroys the yoke. It is the anointing that destroys the yoke. So he says, the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. A palm tree is a tree that goes in deep into the ground, but it rises up tall and high. You can have storms that takes away skyscrapers or hurricanes that can take away a skyscraper, yet a palm tree will stand. Are you guys with me? A palm tree speaks of victory. It speaks of uh, freshness. It speaks of the ability to flourish. It means that water is close by. So when King David is saying, the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree, he says they are planted where there's waters close by, where the presence of the Holy Ghost, meaning if the righteous is as a palm tree, they can only be as tall and as strong as a palm tree when the presence of the Holy Ghost is close by or is upon their lives. He says, and then like a cedar in Lebanon, a cedar tree is a tree with the strongest wood that there is. It is a tree that grows very large and it has the strongest wood. He says, you'll be a believer that will be strong. Like a palm tree, you'll stand tall through every storm that it carries. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord, so through the house of the Lord, shall flourish in the courts of our God. He said, look, this blessing that I'm seeing, that I'm speaking, where your enemies, where you shall see the desire of your enemies, you shall hear the downfall of your enemies. You shall flourish. You shall stand like a palm tree, like a cedar tree. It is number one for those who have fresh oil. Number two for those who are planted in the house of God, established in the local church. Are you guys with me? He says, they will flourish in the courts of God. They shall still bear fruit in old age. So with the old age. They shall bear fruit in old age. Meaning longevity is immediately given to them. To those who have fresh oil. To those who are planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in all. They shall be fresh. So will they fresh and flourishing. Their life will be fresh. It will be flourishing. 
to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in Him. He is my rock and there's no unrighteousness in Him. So, say with me, fresh oil. How do I get fresh oil? I live a life of prayer. I live a life of worship. I live a life in the Word. All that stuff is good. But King David says, you have anointed my horn with fresh oil. You have exalted my horn. You have, like an ox, you have anointed me with fresh oil. Like those who are planted in the house of the Lord. Fresh oil comes from a root. Jesus says, unless you abide in the vine. Are you guys with me? Those who are planted, can, those who are not planted cannot receive of the waters as they should. Go with me to uh, Psalm chapter number one. Psalm chapter number one. Let me read from verse 1. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree. So with you, like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in its season. He said, he shall be like a tree that is planted by the rivers, meaning it's planted close to the river of God, who brings forth fruit in its season. But listen to here, whose leaf shall not wither. He says, this tree will have leaves right throughout seasons. And whatever he does shall prosper. It doesn't matter what you put your hands to, you shall prosper. Are you guys with me? Say with me, I will be planted like a tree by the rivers, like a palm tree, like a cedar tree. The righteous shall flourish, shall be fresh, in the anointing, in Jesus' name. Listen, listen, listen. So, have you seen? So how do I get it? Say with me prayer. Say words. Say worship. Say thanksgiving. But where are these things found? It is in the local church. People can be like, okay, but I'm praying at home. Uh, I am. Uh, I am worshiping at home. You cannot. The whole term of worship is to do it in a congregational way. When the Bible says that we shall worship together or fellowship, to, it speaks of a people coming together. Are you guys with me? So what will fresh oil do? You will be exalted above your enemies. You shall see the destruction of your enemies. You will have the ability to have a weapon, to slay a thousand. You'll see a thousand fall on your one side, 10,000 on your right side. Number two, you will be fruitful and fresh and you will flourish in every season. Your business shall flourish. 
your family shall flourish, your ministry shall flourish. You will receive favor from God. Are you guys with me? Say with me favor, meaning you will exalt your horn above anything else. He will make you strong. He will promote you like a palm tree. You will be on the cutting edge. Being fresh means you are on the cutting edge. Are you guys with me? When Elisha made the axe head floats, listen here, when you recover your axe heads, it means you recover the cutting edge of the anointing. And there will be a commanded blessing upon you. Have you seen? Have you seen? Go there to Psalm chapter number 133. Psalm 133. Psalm 133. Listen to this. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like the precious oil upon the head running down on the beard, on the beard of Aaron. Aaron, running down on the edge of his garments. It is like the dew of Hermon, descending upon the mountains of Zion. For there, say with me there, the Lord commanded the blessing. Meaning that when you carry fresh oil, when the anointing comes down, he says, when my brethren dwells in unity, there the anointing will flow from their head onto the beard, onto the shoulders, onto the garments. It will be a fresh anointing that will flow down. And he said, where the fresh oil is, there is a commanded blessing right there. I will command my blessings in that household. I'll command my blessings in that church. I'll command my blessings upon that individual. Wherever they go, doesn't matter. Listen, you don't even have to send, think, uh, must I work in this place? Must I take this job? No, no, no. Wherever you are, there'll be a commanded blessing. We are so... We are so infatuated with whether I must work here or do this or work there. No, no, no. Once you are carrying the oil, it doesn't matter where you are at. You are a blessing. Don't be so caught up and to think, is this the will of God for my life in this job? And then people become so technical that they don't even know whether they should be in this job while God wants to use them in that place to cause oil to touch those around them. Say with me fresh.